Welcome to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. I'm Josie Smith. I'm a single mom of teens, personal growth junkie, entrepreneur and business owner, writer, creator, and coach. You don't have to be a single parent to get value out of this podcast, but if you are, I'm here to remind you that you're not alone in the journey. And I'm here to help you remind yourself who you are, to reclaim your identity, and grow your confidence as a parent, to help you with the strategies to manage your time, your finances, and your personal relationships, to help you rediscover yourself beyond the roles you've taken on, and to reconnect with yourself on a deeper level so you can create the life for yourself and for your family that you've always dreamed of. Because you deserve it. In this podcast, you'll find a combination of real, tangible strategies you can implement in your life, as well as the tools to help you navigate some of the deep inner work that needs to take place in order to take your identity and your life to the next level. We are digging into all of it. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm recording today's episode about as close to in real time as I could possibly get. It's a Sunday afternoon as I'm recording, and this episode is going to come out on Tuesday. Um, And the reason I am recording today is because I attended attended an event yesterday on Saturday here in Omaha, um, a women's event, and the entire premise of this event, the theme was live your why. And there were a handful of speakers at this event and um, just some really cool ladies that I had an opportunity to meet and connect with. And I'm really looking forward to being able to connect with some of them further later on. Um, But what I wanted to kind of come on and do here for this episode is share with you some of the takeaways that I had from this event. Um, from some of the speakers, but also just from some of the conversations that were had at some of the tables at the event, just between the people who were, who were there. And, um, because the entire premise or the theme of the event was live your why, most of the topics of conversation or most of the topics of the presentations, anyways, kind of revolved around discovering your why, digging into your why, and then kind of finding the what that would help you live out your why. And I had a handful of takeaways from some of the various speakers, and I just wanted to, I wanted to share that with you today. The first thing um, when trying to get to the bottom of your why Your why is the reason that you do what you do. And I know if you're in the entrepreneurial space, this is this is kind of a very common question, right? What is your why? Tell me your why. Find a why that makes you cry. This this idea of having your why guide your guide your choices, guide your direction is very, very much ingrained in the entrepreneurial space, but you don't have to be an entrepreneur or a business owner or 
somebody who is trying to start a side business on top of their nine to five, you don't have to be on that journey in order to really be able to find a why to help you, guide you through whatever it is that you're doing. Even if you are working a nine to five, or even if you are a stay-at-home mom, or even if you are a homeschooling mom, whatever it is that you're doing, it's important to know why you're doing it. It's important to know what it is that is fueling your motivation behind what it is that you're doing. And and so the first thing when getting to the bottom of your why is to ask yourself, what is it that you want? And not focus on what it is that you don't want. Because what you focus on is what you get more of. So what I mean by that is when you're when you're trying to get to the bottom of your why, when you're trying to figure out your why, don't look at it from the perspective of what is it that I don't want? Like if you're somebody who is trying to start a side business so that you can branch out and work for yourself and leave your nine to five, your why should not be I don't want to work this nine to five anymore, right? Does that make sense? Like you don't want to use what you don't want as your why. Instead, look at what it is that you do want. So it shouldn't be, I don't want to work in this nine to five anymore. It should be, I want to own my own business so that I have control over my life, so that I have control over my time. So when you get to that first level, figuring out, figuring out what it is that you're looking for, focusing on the positive, the thing that you do want, as opposed to the negative, the thing you don't want. Because like I said, you get more of what you focus on, even if it is the negative. If you're focusing on what you do not want, you're going to continue to get more of that because that's that's the direction that you're training your brain to look in. You're training your brain to see what you don't want because that has become a part of your why. An example of this would be just like in everyday real life, if you're getting ready to leave your house and you're running late and you say to yourself, I hope I don't hit every single red light on my way to work. What you want is to hit every green light, right? You you don't want to hit every red light. But if you frame it in a way where you're looking at the negative, where you're saying, I don't want to hit every single red light on the way to work, as you're driving to work, you're going to hit every single red light. And even if you don't hit every single red light, what you're going to notice is every single red light that you do hit. If you leave the house and you say, I want to hit every single green light on my way to work today, you're going to hit every single green light. And if you don't hit every single green light, what you're going to notice are the green lights that you do hit. You might hit 50% red lights and 50% green lights, but if you're focused on 
What you don't want, if you're focused on not wanting to hit the red light, you're going to feel like you're going to notice all of the red lights. But if your focus is on hitting the green lights, you're going to notice all the green lights you hit. And when you get to where you're going, if your focus was on not hitting every single red light, but you feel like you hit every single red light, when you get to where you're going, you're going to be frustrated and you're going to be in a negative mindset and a negative mood because you feel like you just hit every single red light. But if your focus was on hitting the green lights and you noticed the green lights, when you get to where you're going, your mindset is going to be much more positive. You're going to feel much better because you feel like you hit all the green lights, which is what you wanted to do. That's what you set out to do when you left your house. So once you hit that, or once you get to that, to that first level, what it is you want. So back to the example of if you want to start a side gig on top of your nine to five, we're not going to say, I want to start this side gig because I want to leave my nine to five because I don't want to work this nine to five anymore. We're going to say, I want to start this side gig because I want to work into owning my own business. I want to work into having control over what I do on a day-to-day basis, having control of my time, having control of when I choose to work and what I choose to do. So we're going to focus on what we do want. So that's our first level. But then we want to get deeper. Okay, so you want to focus on or you want to own your own business so that you have control of your time, so that you have control of what you do on a day-to-day basis. Why? Why is that important to you? Why do you want those things? Well, I want those things because I want to be present for my kids when they have field trips. I want to be able to go on their field trips. I want to be able to quit work early at three o'clock in the afternoon so that I can pick them up every day. I want to be able to make it to every single basketball game. I want to be home with them if they are sick. I, I want to be able to have control over my time so that I can decide what things I spend that time on. Okay. Why? Why is that important to you? Why do you want to have control of your time so that you can be there for your kids? Why? Why is that? Why is that so important? Well, it's important because I want my kids to know that they are loved. I want my kids to know that I'm going to be there for them to support them. I want my kids to learn how to manage their time and their resources. And I want to be there for them if they need to talk to me about anything. I want to be there for them and watch them succeed in their athletics. And I want to be there for them to to spend the day with them when they go on school field trips. And I just want them to know that no matter what, I'm always, I'm always going to be there. I'm always going to be available to them. Or maybe you're not entrepreneurial minded. Maybe you're not wanting to start a side gig so that you can leave your nine to five. Maybe, maybe you want to go back to school and get your degree or you want to finish law school or you want to, 
you want to move up in your corporate career. Maybe maybe that's what you want to do. Or maybe you want to leave your career and homeschool your kids because they're getting to the age where they're going to be going to school and you want to be the one to provide them with their education. Regardless of what that is, find your why underneath it. Why is it that you want to do that? And maybe maybe you just want to make a lot of money and maybe that is in a corporate career or maybe that is in a business, but maybe you want to make a lot of money. Maybe that's your goal. That's a totally legitimate, reasonable, acceptable goal. You can have a goal to make a lot of money. Why? Why do you want to make a lot of money? Well, because I want to live in a big, nice house. Okay. Why do you want to live in a big, nice house? Because I want my kids to feel safe in the neighborhood that they live in, and I want them to feel secure in the home that they live in, and I want them to have their own space so that they feel like they have privacy and they feel like they have a certain level of independence in their own space, and I want them to have the ability to have friends over. I want to have the house where all the friends want to hang out because it feels safe and secure and comfortable and okay why is that important to you maybe you grew up in a home that wasn't safe that didn't feel secure that wasn't in a safe neighborhood maybe your friends parents didn't want them coming over to visit because they didn't feel safe and so maybe you spent all your time at other people's homes that did feel safe and you remember that feeling and you remember wanting that and and wishing that you had that and knowing that you had no control over it at that time in your life but someday you would and so maybe that's maybe that's what's underneath it and really digging deep and finding what what is underneath the deepest level you can possibly go when you're digging into this why. And making that your motivation for why you do what you do. Because things are going to get challenging regardless of what your regardless of what your path is, regardless of what path you choose, things are gonna get challenging. Things are gonna get difficult. You're gonna hit roadblocks, you're gonna hit obstacles. You're going to fall down and you're going to have to pick yourself back up over and over and over again. And things are going to come up that you're not expecting. And it's going to get challenging. And sometimes you're going to want to give up. Regardless of whether or not this is an entrepreneurial journey, uh, a homeschooling journey with your kids, or moving up in your corporate career, or whatever that is. You're going to have challenges and you're going to have days where you want to quit and you just want to fall back into that comfortable rhythm and routine that you were in before you decided to make this change, before you decided to make this leap into getting, growing into something bigger. You're going to have days where you want to quit and you want to get back into the comfortable situation And you're going to need that why. You're going to need to know why you're doing what you're doing to keep you going on those days. And so I would challenge you to ask yourself why. 
and then continue to ask yourself why until you get to the point where it touches you so deeply that you could cry. It's very cliche in the entrepreneurial space, the phrase, the why that makes you cry. And we throw it around until it almost doesn't mean anything anymore. And we brush over it and we make it something simple when it's really not simple at all. You have to keep digging. And this this journey to find your why, to dig deep enough to find the why underneath the why underneath the why underneath the why, this is something that takes work. It takes work and it takes a lot of emotional strength to continue digging until you hit that core, until you hit the core of that why. But if you don't do that work, you're not going to have it in you to keep moving forward when you hit those challenges and those roadblocks. And you're going to want to quit. And you're going to want to get back into what's comfortable. And as I think about that idea, this isn't something that came up yesterday in the event, but it's something that just came to me right now because it's something I've been thinking about a lot. And that is the idea that good is the enemy of great. Good being whatever life it is that you're living right now, if you are living a good enough life, if you are able to pay your bills, and if you are able to maybe take a small vacation once a year, if you're able to do the basic necessary things to just be comfortable enough, so often that life is the enemy of great. It's the enemy of reaching for something better. It's the enemy of challenging yourself to reach for more. Because you look at what you have and you feel like, number one, I have enough. I don't need more. I have everything I need. I'm comfortable. Things are stable. Things are good. We are happy. And number two, you feel a little bit guilty if you do have enough to try to reach for more, to challenge yourself to get more, to challenge yourself to grow bigger and to hit bigger goals and to bring in more money and to build a bigger life for yourself, for your family. But if if you've ever looked at where you're at right now, even if you are good enough, even if your life is good enough, if you've ever looked at where you are and thought, even just for a moment, I wish things were even better. Like how awesome would it be if 
I could sell this house and buy a bigger one? How awesome would it be if I could trade in this car for something better? How awesome would it be if I could take that two-week vacation to Costa Rica instead of just the weekend trip to the city three hours away? If you've ever found yourself thinking those things and then falling back into what's comfortable, you need a why. You need to find a why. Because the reason that those things have caught your attention, even briefly, is because you have it in you to actually have those things, to actually reach those goals, to actually live in that home, to actually drive that car, to actually take that vacation. You have what it takes to get yourself there. You just need to find out why. You need to figure out why that is something that caught your attention and why that is something that you want. What does that mean to you? What would it mean to you to have that? And what would it take for you to get there? And do not let good become the enemy of great in your life. Now, if you are recognizing as you sit here and listen to this, that you identify with that, that you have allowed good in your life to become the enemy of great, that you've allowed yourself to stay stuck in a life that is just good enough, but you know deep down when you really start to dig that you are capable of and you really, really long for something so much greater than what your current life is providing for you, if you are recognizing that 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 is you, first take the time to really, really, really dig into your why. Dig deep enough to get to the core of your why. And then the next step is to figure out the what. And sometimes the why will lead you directly to the what, but sometimes it won't. Sometimes the why is just the why. Sometimes the why is just the fuel, the the motivation, the thing behind the reason that you keep going. And sometimes the what is something entirely different. And, and you can have more than one why. I have a why that is focused specifically on myself. And I have a why that is centered around my family. And I have a why that is centered around my extended family. And I have a why that is centered around service to a very specific community that I want to be able to serve. And these whys individually are not always necessarily going to be things that make you money, but they are the things that fuel you to make the money or to do the things that you feel like you are called to do. And so let's say, for example, you have a why that you can actually build a business around. 
if your why is something related to serving a specific community and in order to serve that community, you are able to build a business around that. That's a very easy way to move into what it is that you want to do. But sometimes your why might be related to something that isn't going to make you money. And so you might have to go down a path to make the money that you need to make in order to fulfill that why. But the what, the path that you choose, the path that you take to to make that money isn't necessarily specifically related to the why. Let me see if I can come up with an example. Okay, let's say, for example, one of your whys is that you just have a passion for dogs. You have a passion for dogs and you don't want to see dogs surrendered and put down just because their owners no longer have the ability to take care of them anymore. So if that is if if that is something that is a why for you, a passion for you, something that's important to you, that may not necessarily be a way that you can make money. You might not be able to create a business model around that. But what you can do is you can find a way to create a business or or bring in money in another way so that you can use that money to funnel into maybe nonprofits that do have the ability to place dogs into foster homes who might otherwise be euthanized because there's no more room in the shelters. And once you get crystal clear on what your why is, then you have to find a way to support that why. You have to find a way to live out that purpose. And so you need to get clear on what it is that makes you happy. And if you are in a situation now where what you are doing is not bringing you joy, it is not bringing you fulfillment, and you feel like the what is going to be something completely different than what you're doing now, something completely outside of your current reality, and you have absolutely no idea what that is. Start by recognizing the things in your life that make you happy, the things that bring you joy, and start doing more of that. That's where you start. And that might be if... Taking a painting class brings you joy. It makes you happy. You take a painting class once a week or once a month. Be intentional about incorporating the things in your life that make you happy. Do more of those things. And what that's going to do for you is number one, it's going to bring you more happiness. And when you are happier, you're going to be more open and more receptive to opportunities as they become available, but it's also going to connect you to the people who have similar interests. It's going to connect you with other people who enjoy taking painting classes, and you're going to find that you have things in common with those people, and opportunities might present themselves that you might not have otherwise recognized because you didn't take the time to be intentional about doing the things that bring you happiness. 
And so you're going to start to connect with people who have similar interests, and that might open opportunities up for you that you might not have otherwise seen or had presented. If what you are currently doing is bringing you happiness, you do enjoy it, it is fulfilling, but it's not quite allowing you to live the life of your dreams, look for ways to grow in what you are currently doing. And that may look like looking for opportunities for a raise, looking for opportunities in a similar field, doing something that might pay better, look for opportunities to um, maybe advance in what you are currently doing, or even look for opportunities to do what you're currently doing on your own, starting your own business, doing what you're currently doing, maybe in a nine to five. Thanks for tuning in to the Strong Sassy Single Mom podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with a friend or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And be sure to tag me so I can share you in my stories too. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. As always, it's been an honor to have this conversation with you today. And until next time, you got this.